the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In steadfast obedience to God's call upon his life, Pastor Rander continues to challenge us with stimulating questions that we must answer if we are to live a committed, God-filled life. We cannot reach our full potential short of giving God, rather than this world, our very best. The only way we can maximize our God-given capacity is to walk by faith at all times and in all things. God's Word tells us that we must look to the hills for help. Where does our help come from? It comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Thank you for joining us today. As you listen in, you'll want to take notes. So keep pen and paper handy. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. And all God's children said, Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. That's the start of verse. As we continue in our series, How to Make the Most of a New Year. How to Make the Most of a New Year. We just thank God that he has blessed us to cross over. We're not here because we deserve to be here. We're in in a new year and solely by the grace of God. Because if the truth be told, we should have been wiped out a long time ago. And uh, I just thank God that he spared us to represent him in a new year, a new decade, and even in a new millennium, because this millennium is only 10 years old. Amen? But I'm really good. My heart's desire for you as your pastor, uh, I I preached my heart this, this morning because I really want you to get the point of the message is that God brought you over in a new year for a purpose. He has a plan, and he wants to fill that plan through you. And it's not just going to happen. There are some things you have to execute to make the plan a reality in your life to see you serve at the maximum of your potential to the glory of God. And with that being said, if you're going to make the most of the new year, uh, number one, you need to persevere in exercising spiritual disciplines for spiritual growth and productivity. You have to persevere in exercising spiritual disciplines for spiritual growth and productivity. A lot of folks want to see God do great things with them and through them, but they're not willing to discipline themselves to see God do it. In 1 Corinthians 9, 27, it says, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, submission, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. You can't be successful without discipline. You can't soar and be all that God uh, is calling you to be without discipline. Therefore, you need to be determined to delay immediate 
personal gratification. You, you have to be willing to be determined to delay immediate a personal gratification. You know why we don't achieve goals? Because we want to see results right now. We are a quick fix society. And that's why people take shortcuts. And instead of being patient and going, and going the long way and getting things done, we want it done in the quickest way possible because we live in a microwave society. But things come in time and it calls for all of us to, to be patient with God, to be patient with ourselves, and to be patient with others. With that being said, it leads us into number two. Get serious about taking care of your body, which is the Lord's temple. You know, you, you have to discipline this temple. It's the Lord's body. And it'll get away from you if you don't put it under the control of the Holy Spirit. So get serious about taking care of your body, which is the Lord's temple. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20 says, Or do you not know that your body, say body, is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? How many of you have the Holy Spirit in you? Amen. You get saved by the Holy Spirit. I mean, you're regenerated by the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit is not in you, you're not saved because the Holy Spirit works in the regeneration process. Uh, he saves. He, 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 he works in, uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ in the salvific process. Uh, the scripture says in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20, uh, 19 and 20, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own, for you were bought at a price? Therefore glorify God in your what? Body and in your spirit, which are God's. Your body, your soul, and your spirit uh, belongs to God. Man is a trichotomy. He's body, soul, and spirit. When the spirit soul leaves the body, all you have is a corpse, and it's a lifeless corpse. That's why it collapses, uh, doesn't wake up, or whatever, because there's no life. Uh, your body, the Holy Spirit, the human spirit, rather, and the, the soul spirit is encased by the body, by the body. And it is a God-given body, and we have to bring this body under control in order to achieve desired goals for this year. And so if you're going to soar, and if you're going to make progress, you're going to have to sweat it out, you're going to have to rough it out, and you're going to have to tough it out. Nothing in this life comes easy, and Satan is going to see to that. What does that mean, uh, taking, taking your body seriously, taking care of your body? A, practice self-denial and start making healthy food selections. Start by making, practicing self-denial and start making healthy food selections. You have to start eating some things you don't like. It's not about your taste buds. Your taste buds must not rule your life. It doesn't taste good. Well, okay, now what you're going to do? You've got to still deny yourself and eat some things you do not like because the body is starving for, for physical nourishment as well as spiritual nourishment. Healthy food selections, uh, bypassing certain foods and seizing other, uh, and, and selecting others because this is more profitable for your body because you're trying uh, to accomplish a goal physically. B, reduce your salt and sugar intake. Some of you all, if it doesn't have sugar in it, you're not going to mess with it. 
You have to reduce the salt and sugar. You start putting salt over the stuff and you haven't even tasted it. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And salt retains fluids. It does all kinds of stuff. It lends to, it, it creates high blood pressure. Y'all know what salt does. I, I, you all can educate me. We got doctors and nurses and RA. We got all kinds of folk in here that can teach me about this stuff. So I'm, I'm not, I just have good sense about it. And, uh, and how many of y'all like salt? I know I do. I mean, I like salt, but you know what? They, they tell me that if you stay off it long enough, you don't have a taste for it. That's what they say. You know? Because that's, that's what they say. <laughs> but, but I don't know about all that, but I, but, but, uh, I think but you have to really use good sense and you have to really use good judgment and just begin to back off gradually until, uh, until you, you have everything in order health-wise. So you have a, that sugar. So much stuff has sugar in it. And if you look at the content, that sugar reduction is, is getting to most of us and um, I'm not, my wife and I, my, I uh, we're not really big sweet eaters. We love sweets, but we control it. We don't have to eat every day. Now, if I'm at your house, I'll eat that cake. You think I had, you, you think I eat sweets every day, but you don't understand. Uh, uh, after I leave your house, I may not have sweets again for uh, two months. So that's what you say. Oh, he loves sweets. No, it's not that I don't love it. It's just that if it's there, I eat it, but I can do without it. And uh, I just don't have to have that. Well, others of you, you have to have Oreo cookies and you have to have chocolate and every, all this stuff, candies and cookies and munchies, and you wake up night with cravings and all that kind of stuff and wonder why you can't lose weight. Uh, C, uh, uh, th- th- this is discipline. Say discipline. Get off junk food such as hamburgers, sodas, french fries, chips, pizzas, sweets, etc., you say, well, what, what is there else? Is there anything else to eat? <laughs> yes, it is. It, that there is. You, 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 you have to look and you have to pray and you have to uh, keep yourself accountable to somebody to tell you that's too much. Uh, get off of it. Um, uh, you can do better than that. You know, if you have somebody speaking to your life, if you open the council, uh, you, that, that will help you along the way. You, know, you can't be a loner and succeed. Uh, you have to have somebody speaking into your life and challenging you uh, uh, in in these areas. But man, I love hamburgers, and I, I like you know I drink sodas, but I don't I, I don't drink them often. But I will drink them occasionally, you know. And uh, but I'll I'll drink uh, diet Arizona tea, and I'll I'll take that. And my other I got other family members won't touch it, but it doesn't bother me. And uh, I just learned to adjust to it. I like water, and I, but I don't drink a lot of stuff like that. You know, only occasionally, or I treat myself, but I just don't have to have all of that. And uh, you, you have to watch the carbohydrates, the breads, and all of these things, potatoes, and all that stuff. All that stuff will just fatten you up. And uh, what, I mean, what, what use are you being sick? You know, we're talking about health care, but we don't want to change our habits. Uh, uh, D, increase your water intake. Into, how many glasses of water do you have today? What is that, Beverly? How many glasses? Eight? Y'all even know. You're telling me. How many? Eight. Eight glasses of water. How big should that glass be? How many ounces should it be? Eight ounces? Which I, how is it that you, we know all of this, but we don't execute it? Our bodies are starving for water. Kool-Aid's not going to do it. 
Chocolate milk is not going to do it. Soda, uh, uh, floats and all of these things, Dairy Queens, nothing satisfies like water. What would you have done if you were the children of Israel out in the wilderness? Do you realize there was no McDonald's out there? Well, I don't have to go back that far. Let's just go back 50 years ago. Do you remember McDonald's and Pizza Huts and all of these things? It was not here. It was, this is recent stuff. Recent stuff. Folk lived off the yard, the land, and uh, it wasn't all this stuff. You didn't just go to H-E-B you know, or you, or you, and all these kinds of things. So you have to really be uh, mindful that uh, junk food can work against you and a lack of water can work against you. Eat. With the help of prayer and the Holy Spirit, tell your body urges and cravings no. Say no. And allow the Holy Spirit to rule your fleshly appetites. When you make up your mind to say, I'm not going to do this, and I'm not going to eat this, and I'm going to deny myself of that, that's when you're going to want it the most. You're going to want it, and Satan's going to make your flesh, it's going to crave it. And when it wants it, you have to say, in the name of Jesus, flesh, you cannot have that, and you're going to be denied, so you might as well get in your place because the Holy Ghost is in charge of my body. So if you, if you don't learn to tell your body appetites no, it doesn't matter what kind of diet you're going to put yourself on, you're still going to get larger and larger and all that kind of stuff. And some of y'all trying to save those clothes like you're going to get back down to that size. But uh, if you don't change your habits, you're not going to get You say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting back down. And 10 years later, you've gone up, you see. So you, you have to exercise good, good uh, discipline. Uh, F, be persistent in exercise. Say exercise. This is the only body you'll have on this side of heaven. Therefore, take good care of it to increase your quality of life. It's the only body you get on this side. So take care of it and increase your quality of life. That means you have to exercise. Find something that's good and safe for you and, uh, and do it and do it consistently. A sick body restricts your service to God. You know, my wife and I got out and we took a great big good walk just yesterday. You know, I try to get my walks in. Some, some weeks I do better than others, depending on the weather and all of this. You know, I don't have the road, the bikes and stuff inside the house and all that. I'm a, I like outdoors with that. So because I like meeting neighbors and walking around and saying hi to folk and, and uh, being sociable. So I get outside in the hood and walk and be friendly and meet folk. Amen. Won't you say amen? Sometimes folks stop and we'll talk in the yard or they invite me in their house or something happens. I mean, it's just good to get out in the hood. You know, we, we live in a day now, your neighbors don't know you. You can be dead next door and nobody know you're dead. It's good for you to get out. I mean, some, some of you have, it's all right to have the self-made gym in the house and all that, but sometimes it's good to get out so you can be seen and be a testimony in the neighborhood where you reside. Uh, number, oh, so, 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 so make sure you discipline yourselves in the area of food and selections and, and dealing with salt and water and, and all of these things, exercise and so forth. Number three, we're changing now. If you desire to have the best year ever, you must seriously, seriously confront the issue of yourself. Because the fact of the matter is, we are our own worst enemy. You have to confront the issue of yourself. 
Uh, Matthew 16, 24 says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Following Jesus is about self-denial. If we desire victory over our self-hindrances, say self-hindrances, we must, A, use the word of God to filter our minds daily of the rubbish and debris that seeks to destroy our minds and our lives. We must filter our minds daily of the rubbish and the debris that seeks to destroy our minds and our very lives. The battle is for your mind. When Satan gets the mind, he has the man, he has the woman, he has the child. You see, Matthew 5, 8 says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. A pure heart before God. Psalms 119, 911 says, how can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word, your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. It's putting the word of God into your heart. It's one thing to write it. It's another thing to open it up tonight or tomorrow or the next day and reread what you've just received this morning and this evening and begin to execute those principles uh, even when it makes you struggle. You see, Uh, B, you cannot raise the spiritual bar of your life nor rise to your God-given potential if you allow Satan to set up shop in your heart. You cannot raise the spiritual bar of your life nor rise to your God-given potential if you allow Satan to set up shop in your heart. Satan wants your mind. He wants to set up shop in your mind, and he wants to destroy you from the shop of your mind. That's what he wants to do. So, so see, when the world, culture, philosophies, ideologies, and opinions shapes your thinking, you will repel the word of God and be unable to grasp it. When you allow the culture, the philosophy, the ideologies, the opinions, when you allow these things to shape your thinking, you will repel the word of God and be unable to grasp it. Do you realize in many churches today and even here at Maranatha, hopefully not in a whole lot of cases, But many minds uh, in churches today, believers who say they love the Lord, when they hear truth, they reject the truth and won't even accept it. They reject it and won't even accept it. You know why? Because their minds have been conditioned by CNN, Fox News, CNBC, your friends and and what's being said out in your job, and you begin to embrace all of these ideologies, all of these thoughts, and all of this stuff, low-minded folk, folk whose mind is in the gutter, until when you begin to hear the pure word of God, you begin to choke, and you cannot digest it nor internalize it because your world, your mind has become so secularized. You're just listening to the music and and the BET stuff and all of these music videos, images on television and 
and all of this stuff, and it's just going in your, you got iPod, iPods with thousands of songs, and most of which don't have God in it, don't have Christ in it, nothing righteous in it. It's just stuff that will tear down your spirit, tear down your body, and place all kinds of demonic thoughts that will eventually take over your mind and lead you way down a rabbit trail, mess up your life, and you wonder how you got here. You see? And so when, and then when you come and hear me preach, you say, man, I can't take that. Or you get mad at it. Or you can't digest it because your mind has become so secularized by television and the movie industry, the entertainment industry, that you cannot receive truth when you hear it. You repel it. You, rep- you get mad at it. You stomp out and won't come back. You won't like it. It's not politically correct. You see, and it's sending you down hell's highway. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5. Everybody look at that verse. It's powerful. 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 10, verses 4 and 5. Are y'all hanging with me? 2 Corinthians chapter, this is not a long message tonight, but it's long enough to make the point. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5. When you find it, say Amen. Look what it says. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing, underline this, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. The word of God is knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Every thought that is not of God, Every satanic, demonic thought that intrudes into your mind, you have to identify that thought being not of God because you know enough word to know that. Then you need to speak in the name of Jesus against that thought and say, in the name of Jesus, you damnable thought, get out of my mind. You will not take a grip on my mind. You need to speak out against that so that your mind will stay holy and pure and whole for the glory of God. You know what Satan wants to do in your mind? He wants to drive you to the point of insanity. Satan uh, wants the spirit of confusion in your mind, so much so that you can't even separate truth from error. You can't even receive counsel. You get so far away from what truth is until you are blinded. You're blinded. You have to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Cast it out in the name of Jesus and crowd against God. Have y'all had thoughts that to come in your mind that, that was not of God? Everybody in here, if you haven't, you are lying. And you know what? I, my struggle is greater than yours. You know why? Satan wants me more than he wants you. Now, he wants you, but he really wants me. So if he can get me to mess up or get me to fall, and many folk are falling all over, if he can get me to fall, and really, you, do you know how many people are affected? Sin doesn't just affect me, it affects my wife, my children, my grandchildren, the body of Christ, radio and television ministry, all over in Africa, New Zealand, and all these other places. I can't come. So I am high up on Satan's hit list. And if he can get my, so I have to pray, I have to meditate, I have to agonize to keep my mind focused because there's an intense battle for my mind. And I, that's why you need to be praying for me. 
A lot of times people say, oh, how could that preacher fall? Oh, how could he have done that? Oh, he let me down. But the question is, were you praying for him? Were you praying? How much prayer did you do for that man, for his family? When his children fall, look at his children. Did you pray for his children? We want to point the finger. But did you pray? Prayer is a covering. It's a covering. None of us are exempt from falling. You can't get so holy that you can't fall. Listen, David fell a man after God's own heart. And I don't put my, myself in the class of David. You know who else fell? Solomon. With all that wisdom. I mean, what, 700 wives or so? I, I mean, listen, I'm doing good to do one right. All them wives and concubines and everything he had coming every which way. That's why he could write Proverbs in the spirit. He'd been through it all. You've had all them wives. You could write some Proverbs too. (laughs) The man knew what he was talking about. He was talking out of his experience. Now, if Solomon fell with all that wisdom, Mine doesn't compare to that man. He, I mean, God gave him that wisdom. That wisdom didn't come from book learning. That God put that in him. And yet he failed. Now, if David can fall, if Solomon can fall, I can fall, you can fall, anybody can fall. And that's why we need to walk ever so humbly and dependent upon God because Satan wants to shipwreck our lives this year. I'm going to tell you something. You may not have an agenda this year for your life, but Satan has an agenda this year for your life. Oh, yeah. uh, Yes, he does. And his agenda is to bring about your demise, to wipe you out, to humiliate you, and to shipwreck everything about your life, to leave your life in rubbish. D, secret, unconfessed sins will cause God to not hear you when you pray, and you will not be able to hear him when he speaks. God will not hear you when you pray with secret, unconfessed sins, you know, and then you can't hear God when he speaks. You know why? Sin becomes a blockage. For the world is too dangerous and Satan is too busy for you to have a broken relationship with God. If there's ever time, we need to be close to God is right now. If there's ever time, we need to be ever so near right now. Listen, it's too dangerous to be separated from God. Uh, Psalm 66, 18 says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. It is bad to pray and God won't even hear it. And what we have to do is deal with the issue of secret sins, unconfessed sins, and, and make sure that you de- if you don't deal with yourself, God will deal with you in a way that you wish you had dealt with yourself. Scripture tells us that in order to live according to God's plan for our lives, we must be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. It also tells us that we must forget our past and look toward those things that are ahead. In addition to the gift of a brand new year, God has given us the gifts of keeping the past where it belongs and looking to the present and the future. 
doing new things in him that shall spring forth. Isn't that good news? If you enjoyed this message and would like to hear more teachings by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.